Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And welcome to America's Heroes Group. My name is Sean Claiborne, and today we have a great show. America's Heroes Group Roundtable with partner 97 Switch LLC. October is National Breast Cancer and Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and today is Saturday, October 30th, 2021. The host is Cliff Kelly. I'm Sean Claiborne, National Guard veteran, U.S. Army. Also, we have our executive producer, Ms. Glenda Smith, and our digital media producer, Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a great panelist here today, and we have some information he's going to give to us about the importance of digital marketing. And that is Mr. Jeremy Greenberg, founder and web designer of 97Switch LLC. Jeremy, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Pretty Thanks good. Me. My pleasure. My pleasure. So tell us about the importance of digital marketing and why it matters. Well, the reason why uh, in anything in life, it's about accurately telling your story. And people are all over uh, all kinds of mediums today, and people are particularly are on their uh, digital outlets, either social media or they're interacting online in a variety of ways. And the reason that uh, I think people come, uh, people think about digital marketing in the way, in terms of uh, accurately telling yourself online, is it it brings a level of transparency of what you're actually doing in real life, particularly with this show. Um, you really want to express what is really going on. So uh, when people under when people look at anything, if it's a storefront, if you're selling ice cream, they want to feel like they can have the similar experience online. And that's what really what digital marketing can do today. You tries to create a very similar experience online that you can get in person or in whatever way that product or service is delivered. Mm-hmm. One thing I think is really interesting, 97Switch is a, a Chicago-based firm. You're, you have an award-winning digital marketing agency, and, and the, you emphasize the importance of marketing. What are some of the challenges that people have today? Small businesses, like I, think it was, I thought it was really great when you said it's important to tell your story, and I agree with that. In, in many different fields, the world would be a better place if everyone was had the ability to tell those, their story and tell it their way, the way it needs to be said and understood. Um, how, do you, how do you translate that into digital media? So uh, the way we translate digital media is oftentimes through imagery and video. Today is a lot of wonderful opportunity with imagery and video, and small businesses can really interact in a very similar way as big businesses can, which is really exciting, which kind of, in my opinion, in a lot of ways, evens the landscape. 
um, versus what a lot of uh, bigger businesses were able to execute on smaller businesses can today too. Particularly, like, we're a Chicago-based company, and we might not be able to be found across the world like the bigger agencies can, but we can in Chicago for things Chicago-related. So if you're a Chicago-based business, you can really be specific on where you're targeting your out your your output, and that's like part of telling the story. We like to say we're a Chicago-based company, and we're proud of that. Uh, in similar ways, many other small businesses are very location-based. Um, so that's that's definitely a, a, a part of telling your story and really being specific of who you are and being transparent. Um, and I think it's very exciting how video and images uh, have really allowed people to express themselves very quickly with a variety of different technologies uh, to do that. Do you think that businesses today are slow still in a lot of different areas? I know a lot, especially large corporations, even though major corporations have understood this, the Fortune 500 understand this and know they got to get a digital presence out there. Do you think small businesses, mom and pop shops, and even some mid-sized companies still don't quite grasp the importance of having a digital face? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, uh, I mean, it, it probably even goes to the larger corporations in some ways, too. It really probably depends on the industry and how competitive that industry is. Uh, and really uh, um, how quickly people are willing to change. So there's definitely some mom-and-pop shops that are understanding that they need to behave a certain way. Um, and I think it's, it's everything in life. It's like survival of the fittest. Uh, some people are quicker than others. Um, I think it, it's, it's a lot easier for a smaller business to see what their competitors are doing. And they can quickly just – what's nice about digital marketing is you can go online and see what your competitors are doing very quickly. Um, and for people with in so many ways in life, if you just like, look outside to see what's happening, you have a really good uh, picture of if, how you can be either at bar or above bar of what other, other people or similar fields are doing to you. Mm. And that's one thing I think is interesting, too, which you touched upon, is that today, I mean, if you have a digital face, you can pretty much blow up overnight almost. I mean, it's, it's, that, it's possible to do that in a way that's never been done before with any other communication medium in the history of mankind. You can literally have a digital face and something can go viral, something that you have, a product that you have and, or a service that you provide, and all of a sudden overnight you are in demand. And, and, the, and the brick-and-mortar model where you have to have inventory in a certain location, you have to stockpile stuff, the, the, the ability to, to, to create a, a supply chain between different resources in different locations – has been completely changed by digital media and, and the internet for its, you know, for itself. Now, the thing is, though, that being said, what are some of the, the mistakes that some people do when they try to go about it themselves or try to create their own digital out, you know, outlook or their digital presence? What, what are some of the things that people that aren't having success with that, what, what should they be doing? I think the a, a common flaw is they're too quick to sell. In anything in life, um, if you are too pushy, you're probably going to kind of rub people the wrong way. It definitely interacts the same way in social media or in digital marketing and digital media. If you are willing to just like kind of say who you are and be just like, this is what I do. This is why I do it. This is, this is why it's a, uh, this is how I make people happy. That idea is really powerful. But if you're saying buy this, buy that, people don't really hear, hear you very well. Um, and it's really just about like a, uh, uh, having an authentic experience of how people want to interact in real life in the same way they want to interact uh, on digital media. And I think the biggest flaw, the way, the biggest issue that people have is they're trying too much to, to, to sell and not being authentic to who they are. Mm. And I think it goes back to, like you said before, telling your story. 
Now, one of those interesting things that's happened this week, and I'm not sure if, uh, what your thoughts are on this. I'm very curious to hear your thoughts, how Facebook is rebranding itself. So now they're going to be called the Metaverse or the Meta Universe or the whatever Meta. So I mean, that's the new thing. And, and I guess even their ticker symbol is going to change to reflect this. So how does, what does that say about the future of media, the future of social, uh, social media, the future of marketing, the future of selling products to people? How is that interaction going to change? Well, I think what it says is the world the world is changing and the world will constantly change. And I think Facebook understands that uh, that potentially the way that they I mean, definitely the way they have been using social media for uh, since they've started and it already has evolved, but it's going to probably evolve much faster. And they want to make sure that they're still a relevant business model. And it may not be selling Facebook ads. They're as much of a relevant business model 10 years from now as it looks today. They might be shifting in a much bigger strategy, but it's very possible that social media could still be very powerful in other in interesting ways. The way I interpret what Facebook's doing is they're being more diverse, mm-hmm. and I think that's what every business needs to do. They need to really diversify their efforts to to allow themselves to to survive whatever the world changes, and um, that's how I think all businesses should consider themselves, specifically with the pandemic. And so many, I mean, so many wonderful people and businesses were hit in such. Uh, scary, um, uh, humbling, uh, all, all, all the emotions, and uh, I mean, everyone went through it. And I, I think the idea is that it's, it's really important that uh, uh, people stay nimble to the idea that, like, whatever they're doing or previously have done, like, they need to be very aware that it's probably never going to look the same again. Mm-hmm. And uh, a year from now, three years from now, five years, ten years, everything is going to be exponentially different. Mm-hmm. Do you think the well, I got two questions for it? But the first question is: Do you think that is going to be um, sped up? That process is going to sped up, and that rate of change is going to speed up as we get more and more technology. The theory is behind it, and uh, this goes back to a lot of different schools of thought: that the, the more advanced we get, the faster changes occur. So that we might we we can't. I mean, we, we don't even think about it. But what the iPhone's what 10, 12 years old? When you think about it. I mean, how old is the iPhone? iPhone wasn't around in twenty in twenty two th- year two thousand or twenty. 2005 or it probably came in 2009 maybe okay so the, so the iphones literally changed the world in 12 years and completely reshaped how we interact with people and within 12 years how long did it take the television set to get in everybody's living rooms i mean about what 20 That's years a great point <laughs> so it's 20 30 scary. years it's a scary you know, idea and now we're putting people I mean, on the moon you know we're trying to put people on mars and stuff like that i mean so what's going on i mean this i mean it's all fa- how fast how different is the world going to look in five years yeah i mean it, i mean it's how different the world's going to look in a year from now i think one of the most powerful advice i got at the very beginning of the pandemic uh, my dad told me this. I, I'm very lucky to have a, a father who uh, also understands business pretty well. And he, he said to me, Jeremy, you need to be aware that uh, your business that you've had is never going to be the same again. Mm. And as soon as sooner that you realize that, the better off you'll be. Mm. Um, and I'm in digital marketing. Digital. I'm used to change. And uh, and I and I knew that I still had to look at things differently. And that was a very powerful advice. I got that early April uh, 2020. So. Uh, I've been. I think the idea that like you need to constantly set yourself up to adapt, and as you said, the iPhone's been around for definitely less than 15 years, and uh, everyone has it now. I mean, the iPod it used to be a thing, and now mm-hmm. no one has that all on the phone, and yeah. um, it's it's wild. It's really it's really important for people. I mean, to understand uh, that 
learning is always a powerful tool. Learning has always been, uh, it, it, it's been everything in life. And I think it's, it's, um, it might be, it's definitely intimidating if you're not learning in the, in the same way that the world is changing and, mm. and in probably all areas of life. That's pretty profound what you just said. I think that's pretty, pretty profound what you said. And the world's not learning as fast or the world is not, you said, what did you say that one more time? You said the world is not learning as fast as, as, as. Well, the world might be learning all, I learned people in the, like people have always needed to constantly learn and change. Obviously technology from like, having stones and hammers or whatever. And uh, now, I mean, I guess you can, I think it's probably difficult to, um, if maybe a hundred years ago, if you weren't learning as fast as other people, you wouldn't be so far behind, but now it might be intimidating that like, it's, if you're not learning in in a 10 year period, probably a lot is going to go to, to come across you. And I think, I mean, if someone was in, in sales 20 years ago and they they probably weren't using computer very much then. Mm-hmm. And now everything is on a computer. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a very intimidating idea. Mm-hmm. So how do people get a hold of you and can you give us your information as to co- how to connect with you? So that way businesses need your help, businesses need to uh, get your services. How do they get in hold of you? How do they connect with you? So people can uh, – Find us at 97twitch.com. Uh, that's my company, 97twitch. And uh, we have a, uh, info at 97twitch.com as a generic email to, to, to contact us as a contact form there. Um, we're really always just w- hoping to connect with people who want to push themselves forward. And uh, the idea is that, like, we understand that it will always be moving in, in a direction of, uh, of change and, and telling your story. And ch- telling your story will just be a little look different. And uh, we we want to be part of that. So we're we're always looking to connect with other people and learn from other people, and we try to teach people while we're, while we're learning from them. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool too. At the same time that you're actually taking the time to get to know your customers and actually build a brand around their story, um, what is your process? Talk me through the process of once a person comes on board with you. How do you take them from point A? From okay, I have no idea what I'm doing. I need to get my business out there. I need to be have a digital face. Now what do I do? I'm here to see you. What do I do? So I, and we, we do it with everybody. The first thing is we try to establish the goals, uh, with ending in life, you get to understand your goals. Then we try to figure, okay, based on your goals, what is your timeline? And, uh, and that's a really important idea because like, I think it's, un, it's important for people to understand that like, you're not going to accomplish your goals all at once. Um, there's definitely layers of goals. And then it's like, okay, based on those goals and, and timeline, what resources do you want to allocate to actually make it happen? And really having the collective buy-in that there's two there's there's two sides of the, the coin. We are we're doing our job. It's like we do or you do or we do together, and uh, we try to set proper expectations for everybody. Always that like we are going to collectively um, establish our goals together um, and establish the right timeline. So there's no surprises, and uh, that you ultimately will be happy. I think anything in all businesses really fundamentally need to make people happy. And uh, I take that very seriously within my team and also with everyone we interact with. Um, and I think the way you make people happy is you set, you set proper expectations, proper, um, uh, uh, proper uh, goals in place, and then you, de- you deliver when you're transparent, you're honest, and that's kind of what we try to do all the time. And if we're building a website or we're creating a digital strategy or, or placing ads, it's really about making sure the proper expectations are set. 
I mean, now tell me the time frame. What's the time frame for it takes for someone to, realistically speaking, if they have a good product and they have a good message, have a good story, what's the timeline for before they get to where the point A when they start their digital uh, presence to when they're they're successful and that digital presence is actually making a real impact in their business? So it, it, again, it probably depends on what resources they're willing to allocate. If they do digital ads, it could be within a couple of months. You can probably see results maybe in 30 days uh, because digital ads will get in front of people right away. But you also need to be understand that if your website or your the ways people interact with you online is not set up well, it could take much longer because you need to restructure your website. It's like building a website that kind of like your house. If your house looks like not so good, people, even if they get to your house, they're, they're not going to be impressed by it and they're going to buy anything. So I think it's important for any business to understand that the, like the home base, which is your website, needs to look really good. And if it does look good, then you can start running right away and start potentially doing ads, uh, which can drive people right away. But then there's a lot of people want organic traffic. Organic is a, the people view as a, as a free, uh, free leads, free exposure, but it's actually a lot of work and it takes a long time. It takes years. So it builds up over, it's like building up credibility. And the way that I like to think about it is you get a lot of different pieces online to kind of raise their hand and say, they vote that this is, this is a, something that I like. So one way is getting other websites to link to you. And uh, that takes a long time to do. Uh, that's an organic strategy of, uh, which will, will pay off for years to come, but it, it takes a long time to build up. Mm-hmm. And what got you interested in digital marketing? How did you transition from whatever you started to like? What was your what was your trajectory to get to at this point and start your own company? So uh, I was actually at um, a music venue to to start, and I realized a music venue, private event space, and I realized about eleven years ago now that uh, you can sell content tickets a lot faster online than any other medium. Not radio, not unfortunately, um, not uh, not print. And it was it was a it was a way to to bring in business, um, and I and I was like I liked how fast it moved. It was exciting to me, uh, and I was lucky enough to work at Starwood Hotels, and I was doing a bunch of website building and marketing for those hotels. And from there, I realized I could start doing this myself. And fundamentally, what I was I really liked doing was making people happy. And part of it was I realizing I can I could uh, I could do digital marketing and help out businesses really establish their their storefront or whatever they're selling and make them better off and making them feel more secure in selling themselves and, and allows them to sell convert their leads better. And that was really exciting to me that I was making real businesses better off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I honestly didn't realize fully I was starting the business until like I, I, I had a few months in and I was, and I realized I could kind of do this uh, without looking back. And now it's been over eight years and I feel very lucky that I have a wonderful team and, uh, and wonderful partners um, to uh, to build with. And you touch on something. Another thing I think is interesting is emerge the the merging of different media platforms. So you have radio, you have television, you have internet. And today, the young generation coming up, kids today probably don't really see the difference. A lot of times, if you say turn on the radio, they're probably not going to reach for an old fashioned radio. They're probably going to reach for the cell phone or reach for a tablet. So, with that being said, do you do you think that there's uh, there's what's next? Is, there, is everything going to be pretty much seamless? Are we going to have to get rid of these ideas of the separation between television and internet and cable TV and you know and radio and things like that? 
that's an interesting question. I, I don't know the answer to that. I wish I did. I wish I, uh, I, I think traditional media, which I've used TV, radio, print, um, that is a, uh, uh, that is a way of uh, media that is, has to change. I think it's relevant, but I, I'm also watching how YouTube TV is blowing up, I think now versus what having a Comcast membership. So the people are interacting, they still watch TV, but they're, they're seeing it differently. And maybe that is making it more seamless because Google owns YouTube TV. And, uh, um, I think that's probably one of the things that um, uh, the government has some issues with why Facebook, Google, Amazon, um, uh, all kind of Apple, all kind of had some uh, are having legal issues constantly because they might be too big. And uh, I think the seamlessness is like something that businesses like having the seamlessness because it makes their makes it easier. But then uh, these the businesses who allow the seamlessness to go on are are wanting to be split up because they're too big. Hmm. We got about one well, I, I don't know. It's really maybe the government will have a large say over what mm-hmm. will actually happen. And that's one of my next question that you just led me to. But we have one minute left. So in this last minute, 30 seconds to a minute, what, what are your thoughts on net neutrality, um, if I could ask that question to you? Um, if you don't want to go into it, it's, that's fine. But uh, if you have anything you want to share about net neutrality, your positions on it, how important it is, what is it for the people so they can understand how that affects you personally as a business in the, in the digital area? I mean, I, I, I guess, can you phrase how, how you view it a little bit? Because I, I don't know if I, 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 don't, I, want to know, I don't want to misspeak in, in, in my answer to it. I know so, we have plenty of time. So, for, in the, in the, so briefly, for, for me, net neutrality and the definition of, um, of having bandwidth meters or having uh, different regulations placed on how the Internet is used, basically. But particularly when it comes to bandwidth and things like that. And also prioritizing what types of things go on the internet before others. So, is, does YouTube deserve unlimited access to the internet, or how does that this in like five seconds oh, is that possible? Yeah, so I think I think it's it, it's I I understand all the sides, and I, I don't necessarily want to be the decision maker on it. I'm just trying to play the games that, that's allowed for me, and uh, I it's it's I I, uh, I I really just like being part of the the game kind of thing, and and whatever the whatever whatever ways the the world is taking out is kind of how I view it. Um, That's fair enough. Uh, I understand the need for all of it, though. So I understand the need for net neutrality, and I, I understand the need to, to allow businesses to, to do their thing. I agree with you. Now, I appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us, Jeremy. This is America Heroes Group. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.